in this corner, weighing 198 pounds, currently the governor of the state of California, Gavin C. Newsom! And in this corner, weighing, well, more than we can calculate, but it's a lot because there are 24 Republicans, 10 no party preferences, 9 Democrats, 2 Green, and 1 Libertarian for a grand total of 46 contenders! This match will continue from now through September 14th when Californians will take to the polls for the final round as they cast their votes to determine who will be their governor! Can Gavin Newsom retain his governorship or will one of his opponents take over the leadership in Sacramento? You will make the final decision! Join us as we give today's guest a political workout as they prepare for the final round on Team Day Radio's team coverage of the 2021 California gubernatorial recall election presented by America Matters Media and KFOY AM 1060. Well, it's Mr. P here again. Boy, 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 we are getting more than a workout this week. Um, we have another contender with us today. And um, we have, we're, we're so glad to have him on the air. Mr. Patrick Kilpatrick on, uh, on our show today. How are you doing, Mr. Kilpatrick? I'm, I'm very well, thank you. Your intro has got some serious production value. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> we want to make it a little fun. You know, we know it's like, it's a big thing. This is like once, once in a lifetime for us. Not very often that a state has a recall, especially for governor. You know, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of unique. So you're in the driver's seat right now, right? I recommend that your audience not do what I'm doing. I'm in uh, very slow traffic in L.A., so, um, and I'm keeping my eyes on the road. Right. While so while you're driving, imagine that you're in our Teen Day Radio's political punching bag, okay? So you're ready to get some, some one-two action going on here? I am. I hope they go easy on me. I actually had to take a, uh, a vocal lesson, even though I've sung for acting jobs before because i literally was blowing my voice out talking to people yes and yes. so yeah i have at it okay well i'm up to the challenge here you go well here's faustina michael and beckett and they're gonna give it all they got today okay so here you go take it away oh. and well, right. they well, lull you, they lull you into complacency with the beauty of their names <laughs> Um, my first question, we were starting on the same ticket as Gavin Newsom as being a Democrat. Yep. 
And I was just wondering how um, you plan on bettering California's and California and how your policies will be different from him, even though you're um, the same party. Well, my policies don't reflect his because I don't think Gavin Newsom reflects the ideals of the Democratic Party. Um, my platform, if your audience goes to KillPatrickForGovernor.com, is really about authentic people um, listening to an issue and different voices and then coming up with a solution that serves everybody that has empathy for all and elevation for all. So um, I got in the race because in my lifetime, I've been an independent and I've been a Republican. And I wanted to participate in the arena of ideas for the Democratic Party. I would say, in large measure, my views run the gamut across the political aisle. And I think that's what people are looking for, is rather than the gang warfare that we've been having between the political parties, to actually have dynamic, get-it-done people and I'm certainly one of those because I've been a journalist, an advertising writer, a playwright, an assistant director and director on Broadway and off Broadway and the West End of London, the Kennedy Center for Performing Arts. I've done 200 films and hit TV shows with people like Spielberg and James Cameron and Antoine Fuqua and a whole host of visionary people, Nicholas Rogue and Guy Hamilton and Tony Richardson, the best and the brightest of diverse teams all over the world. And I run my own film company, and I'm a screenwriter as well, and a teacher across the globe of entertainment warriors. Um, if I did the job in any of those fields in the way that Gavin Newsom has done his job, then I wouldn't have had a job. And when you grow up, You'll have to deliver the goods in whatever endeavor you're doing, whether it's as a doctor or a fireman or, in this case, a governmental leader. And they're not doing that. I don't think the people of California are being well served. At the same time, I don't think they would be well served by a single candidate coming from one set of ideas like Mr. Elder. I find my views, and many uh, Americans, cuts across those party lines. I am a common sense Democrat because I think that's where I belong, particularly in the environment of California. I didn't do it just because there are more Democrats here. It's because my views are more closely aligned with the ideals of the United States Constitution and the Democratic Party. But... Truth be known, I have some things in my platform that have some Republican origins. I think we got to drop away from this, as I said before, gang warfare, and just get things done. Uh, and we, we, that only takes ideas. It doesn't matter if it's Elon Musk coming up with an idea or the person who makes shoes on the corner. Everybody's got a point of view. And as a leader... You need to listen to those points of view and come up with a consensus, a solution. In my film company, I don't make all the decisions. I listen to everybody who's in the team, and I have a brilliant team, 
and they're also running my governor's race with me. I listen to their points of view, and then we make a decision. If you look at our platform, we've got stuff that solves the issues. So there you go. Um, that's very interesting. Um, how do you plan on uh, fixing the homelessness in California? Well, that's on everybody's mind, but uh, there's a lot of issues to unpack here in California and indeed for the human species and for uh, Americans across the board. The homelessness issue, as I see it, and I've arrived at this by studying it and listening to people and reading, and it's made up of many populations. One is a veteran component. And another is the drug addicted, and the other is the mentally challenged. And there's a sex trafficking component. There's a drug trafficking component. There are able-bodied good people who have fallen on hard times. There are able-bodied people who don't want to work, and they want to have everything given to them by the state. And those populations blend and mix. You'll have a veteran who's suffering from PTSD and substance abuse across the board. So what is missing, if you look at California, is an infrastructure in order to intake those people with compassionate enforcement. And what I propose is by using derelict spaces that can be repurposed and unused land owned by the state, we can have structures built very swiftly by the National Guard. And that is under the powers of a government, the governor, because you have executive powers in the case of an emergency or a health crisis. So they can build a city in a matter of weeks, and that can have the full services, showers, living components, that kind of thing. And they can supervise that. And the homeless can be moved into that so that social service professionals can service them with compassionate enforcement in the populations that they are. If you're a drug addict, then you're going to rehab. But a lot of drug addicts don't want to go to rehab. If you don't go to rehab, the local police are going to step in. And if you're educated, that means judged, that you are mentally challenged and need mental counseling, then you're going to be receive that service. If you're an able-bodied person who just wants to live on welfare, well, you're going to be housed and employed in a statewide workforce that is going to maintain our forests and our beautiful open spaces in the state. If you've fallen on hard times legitimately, then you're going to be employed and housed in that workforce. So if you're a veteran with some of those, many of those problems, of course, you're going to be serviced. But you all probably know that there's no drug rehab or any structure that elevates people on some level that doesn't involve a structure and a, a sort of compassionate enforcement of the rules. It's totally unacceptable that people are homeless in our public spaces. It's not fair to homeowners. 
It's not fair to business owners. It's not fair to the public who would like to use those public spaces safely and without their children being menaced and also not having infectious diseases passed on. So there you go. Great, great, cool. Um, how are you going to help support the police in California? Well, I believe that we can walk and chew gum at the same time. You can, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> you multitask every day, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we've just come through an evolutionary conversation here in America that had to do with the George Floyd murder, manslaughter, whatever you want to call it. And that conversation was about the relationship of police to the community. I know that lots of police officers are good people. I also know that a sacred right to protest is exactly that, a, a pillar of our our society, our free society. That doesn't give you the right to loot, to burn businesses, or to assault people. So what we saw in California and elsewhere was people actually not part of the protest or that were taking the opportunity to commit crimes and to commit lawlessness, and the police were being told to stand down. That's not appropriate. So we need to safeguard equal justice for people and the rule of law. And we need to simultaneously see that businesses and people are safe. In Ferguson, Missouri, a couple of years ago, there was an incident between Michael Brown and a police officer. The process went through and the police officer was found innocent. At the same time, the citizens of Ferguson, Missouri, were ravaged by lawlessness. That can't be allowed to happen. I think you have to be more on guard to allow law enforcement to do its legitimate, sacred job of protecting and serving people. At the same time, our police officers have to be held to the highest standard and be given the training and advanced reform that they need as well. So in the history of police, there have been lots of incidences of corruption that has to be rooted out. Um, inappropriate behavior from any segment of society is unacceptable. In order to get these problems solved, we all need to roll up our sleeves and work on it. You know, Amazon should not be paying no taxes. The unions need to collaborate in order for us to get work done. In the film business, in Vancouver, they have a special contract. If a truck driver is working on a film, his brother and his sister come down to help the film get done. And so one of the reasons all the films have left California and many great businesses have left California is not just because the state didn't provide the incentives for those businesses to stay, which they didn't provide. And, but it was also because of the high cost of specialized unions, the high cost of housing, the high cost of regulation. So all these issues are interrelated. And I know it's sometimes not the easiest thing to follow, although you guys are super bright 
and you can follow it. So what we need to do is create an environment where businesses can operate here and we all contribute to the environment. We need an informed citizens, just like you three are, to learn about contributing their part. And I'm sure you are, just by getting engaged in this program you're doing. I hope that you all run for office because it's been a brilliant experience for me. And I really recommend it. Citizens need to get involved and engaged from a position of listening, even though I haven't done an awful lot of listening. I've been doing a lot of talking. You asked, what would you like to see happen in Idaho where you are? I have a suggestion, but I want to hear. The place where we are in Idaho is pretty fantastic. We are traditional Catholics, so we would like to see the restoration of the tradition in our Catholic church, but that's just kind of a worldwide problem, more than just strictly Idaho. Yeah, I don't really see very many huge problems that we would need Well, let me share something with you that's a microcosm of your life. Yeah, please do. All institutions, whether it's the Catholic church or the federal government or the government of California or the daughters of the American Revolution, whatever the institution is, the Screen Actors Guild, they are only a reflection of the people who are in it. Now, I'm sure you're aware of some criticism that the Catholic Church has received, but that's because human beings are human beings, and not everybody is a great person, and they commit wrongs, sins, if you will. So that can only be corrected if great people like yourselves make the institution a great place. Just like our federal government and America can only be a great place if those of us who are here get involved and get involved with the highest of ethics and not be driven by power but be driven by wanting to make the world a better place for my children, your children, your grandchildren. So organizations are designed to stay alive and to advance their own power. They only are uplifted and elevated by the ethics and honor of the people who comprise it. So, I wish you well in your journey to make the world a better place. And I'm sure you're well on your way to doing that. Just by your political engagement, you're learning and you're advancing your intellectual power. And there's nothing like intellectual power. So there you go. All right, thank you. Um, so I, I'm getting from what you said is that you're saying that um, in a way, the people do deserve the government that they get because that's what they created. Is that, and I taking that right? Yes, that's a wonderful, insightful way of saying it. If we don't get engaged, then the mechanisms of power are taken over by people who are guided by their own, whatever their interests are. You're not always going to get great people running things that way. But one of the great things about this election, even though Mr. Newsom has portrayed it as all Trump people and all anti-vaxxers and all insurrectionists 
and that kind of thing. It's not at that. What it is, is at its best, people holding government accountable. And if we don't do it, then no, no one will. Government will do as it please, as it pleases. So, yes, we do get the government we deserve, even in an environment where the truth is sometimes hard to get to because information of all different kinds is sent through social media and the news media and lots of different agendas. But I'd be willing to bet if you all keep your nose and your ears to the, the multitude of places, then you'll realize the, the inner truth and also listen to your own inner voice. Our own inner voice in this country, to some extent, is the Constitution of the United States of America. And in the case of California, the Constitution of California, which mirrors to a large extent the Constitution of the United States. All right. Sir, how are your fundraising efforts going? Well, I didn't put a lot of effort into fundraising. <laughs> I funded it mostly myself. We've had some kind people who gave us tiny little bits of money. But there's another point that I'd love to make. It's a great question. Um, I largely financed it myself, and we've had a huge effect just by using vision and skill and the means at our disposal. We put together a platform very, very swiftly because that's what we do in the movie business. We, we get the job and you, you put the vision together really quickly and you get it done within the appropriate budget that you have. And so we put together a platform very swiftly because you have to remember, I've been observing politics for my whole life. I worked for magazines, all of those titles and positions that I told you about. So we put together a platform and I'd be interested to know what you think if you go to KillPatrickForGovernor.com. So we put that together and lo and behold, in the first two weeks of the campaign, I'll give you an example. We called for a 25% cash rebate. You know what that is? Um, not that well enough to just know it off the top of my head. Um, explain. Well, the reason films get made in certain locations, like I mentioned before, Canada, it's because the contributory forces, the incentives, a lot of films get made in New Mexico because New Mexico has incentives for people to bring those films or video projects to their state because they want to employ their people and they know they'll get up $2, $3 to every dollar they invest in the incentives in sales tax and income tax and services and that kind of thing. So I'm a movie producer, so I have to look, where's the best place to film that movie? I can go to Georgia and get 25% cash rebate back after I'm finished of whatever I spend in Georgia. Same thing in New Mexico and other incentives. In Georgia, they have, the unions aren't very powerful. So you can go there, it's called a right to work state. There are incentives for Idaho. So through its arrogance and mismanagement, California didn't have a very good incentive program. So my team, and we're a team, called for 25% cash rebate. 
lo and behold, five days later, after years of neglect, after never a peep in 17 years as a politician, Gavin Newsom looked at our candidate statement and said, I'm going to pledge $330 million to the film incentive program. So <laughs> I call our candidacy the vision division of the Newsom campaign. On July 16th, we called for preferential water rates for organic farmers. You like organic food? Mm -hmm. It's a little expensive, but we like, like it. You like good food, pure food. Everybody needs pure food and water. Well, we called for water because water is a big issue and we can talk about that in a second. We called for preferential rates, better rates for organic farmers because we want to have more organic farming because we want the price to go down because we want our soil to be in good shape. Well, we also called for preferential water rates for animal food, humane animal food production. Because who wants animals to suffer? Okay? Yes. You with me? Yes, very true. Okay, so five days later, Gavin Newsom called for a humane hog food production initiative. Once again, Patrick Kilpatrick's candidacy when we're not even doing any fundraising, is causing the government to act, is causing the state to be a better place. That's a good feeling. So that's another reason why people need to get involved. Because if you have the right ideas and you come from a good solution-oriented place, then you can have a very, very positive effect on your universe and the world. So... Then the next question to ask is, who do you want to be your governor? Whether it's Idaho or California. Do you want somebody who only reacts when their job is in jeopardy? Or do you want somebody who's going to come up with skill and vision and drive and good ideas from the day one they take office? Option two. Option two. Very succinct, very concise answer. <laughs> we all need good leaders. We're in deep trouble if we don't have good leaders. So as you guys grow and thrive, and I know you're going to, you can only do that for taking the time to educate yourself. Although some people come out of the womb and they're really visionary people. There you go. What is the best way for people to contact you? Well, they can go to KilpatrickForGovernor.com and we answer every letter that we get every inquiry um certainly there's kilpatrick facebook and kilpatrick patrick kilpatrick facebook uh personal and patrick kilpatrick facebook professional there's the twitter account i'm at kilpatrick there's my film company uncommon dialogue films and there's patrickkilpatrick.com so we have platforms all over the place. The easiest right now for this election is to go to KilpatrickForGovernor.com and take a look at what we're providing and serving the people of California and tell us how you feel about some certain things. We tweak little things because people send questions or observations to us.
All right, well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today, Mr. Kilpatrick. And remember to our listeners, broadcasting is not the only thing my brothers and I do. We also own our own family website. Check us out at industriousfamily.com to discover our party theme ideas, free coloring pages, book and movie reviews, and our own movie making company, plus so much more. Once again, that's industriousfamily.com. See you next time. You've been listening to our Team Day Radio's team coverage of the 2021 California gubernatorial recall election presented by America Matters Media and KFOY AM 1060. America Matters Media is proud to support the mission of Teen Day, a community educational program for teens interested in pursuing broadcast careers. We'd like to thank our featured guests who appeared on our show. The views and opinions expressed on today's program are those of the persons appearing on this program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Teen Day, their sponsors, nor their affiliates. Information regarding candidates and the 2021 recall election can be found on calmatters.org. You can visit our Teen Day Broadcast Facebook page for assignments, events, activities, and our on-demand version of today's broadcast. Until then, our next guest is preparing for the O-1-2 punch that we are waiting for them on Teen Day Radio's team coverage of the 2021 California gubernatorial recall election.